Hey, hey, welcome to the Sweat and Reflect podcast, where we'll break down how life is happening for you and not to you. I'm Meredith, a 30-something teacher and health coach who is committed to helping you realize your potential and crush your goals. We'll laugh together, cry together, and at the end of the day, grow together. Are you ready to sweat and reflect your way through this crazy thing we call life? Okay, then let's go. Hey friend, welcome back. Oh, today I wanted to talk to you about something that has been coming up um, a lot for both me and a few people I've been chatting with since the release of Taylor Swift's Red album, Red Taylor Swift, um, or Taylor's version. And one, if you've not listened to this album, oh my gosh, you are so missing out. It is phenomenal. There's such a maturity, such a growth, such a earnestness, sense of heartbreak, but a whole evolution of a strong, independent, vocal woman. And this album, when it first came out back in 2012, oh, it hit me like a punch in the gut. It was everything I never knew I needed. And it honestly took me back to a time, which I can't even believe I'm sick can't even believe I'm saying this, but it took me back to six years earlier when my high school boyfriend broke up with me. And this album, for whatever reason, just immediately threw me back to those moments, to that time in my life where I was heartbroken for the very first time, where I could not believe that someone I had for seeing this whole future with just ended things. And it was, oh, it was awful. And if you're anything like me, you've probably been there, right? Where you have just feel like you've given your heart and soul to this person and everything wasn't perfect by any means. You weren't perfect. You were probably dramatic. You were probably a little too much um, in some respect, but you fully believed with every breath of your being that, oh, you know, you were going to be with this person. And obviously that didn't happen for me. And, you know, it's weird for me to admit, A, because this was like 15 years ago and I'm kind of like, Meredith, let's move on. But also because when this album came out, I was with my late husband and we were in such a good place at the time that the, this album really only spoke to when I had my heart broken back in 2006. So it is just still so mind boggling, so fascinating to me how Taylor has this ability just to get into your head and your heart and she can send you back to a moment or moments of your life that were super impactful for you. And Damn it, she did it again with this album, and I've been listening to it nonstop. I've said it on my social media. I'll say it here. If there was one song specifically ugh, that I could tattoo all over my body, it would be all too well. And the 10-minute version of it, let me just tell you, it is... I, I, honestly, I don't even know what I'm trying to tell you because it is just so freaking fantastic and just takes you to so many different moments and feelings and just areas of growth in your life that you, again, or at least I 
can't believe that she has the ability to do this. But, you know, this I think is one of the most incredible things about music and about an artist like her where they can really transcend all of these areas of your life and make you remember for better or for worse the pain and the love and the growth and the struggle and every emotion in between. And so just listening to All Too Well on repeat, listening to the other new songs that she put on this album, as well as just hearing her growth and her development as an artist over the past almost 10 years since this album came out. My heart is just like so freaking happy and I cannot stop listening, cannot stop talking about it, all of the things. And so this is not a Taylor Swift podcast. I mean, sometimes I kind of wish it was, but it's not. So I I bring up her album because A, it's fantastic. And again, you just need to go listen to it. Um, Also, if you are a Swifty and you're listening to this, I want you to message me on Instagram at meredith.coviello.felice and let me know which album you think is coming out next. Um, She's really, you know, throwing in all those teasers with 1989 and Speak Now. So let me know what your thoughts are. But um, the reason why I wanted to start off with talking about her is because I was talking to two of my friends and we were chatting about this idea of soulmates. And of course, this was all inspired by Taylor Swift because we all have a specific song, a specific moment, a specific point in time where this album specifically read has resonated with us. And so we were talking about soulmates and, you know, um, I obviously was married. Um, my friend Cody, he's married. My friend Christina, she's in a serious relationship, but we were all still like, huh, is it possible that despite the fact we've had, we are currently in serious relationships or have had serious relationships, is it possible that we could have had more than one soulmate? And they both agree that yes, it is possible. And, you know, they went into their background, which I will not discuss as it is not my my story to tell, but it got me thinking like, oh crap, is it possible that I also have multiple soulmates? And if so, can you have more than two? This is like a super honest moment right here. Um, because again, at the time, and granted I was young, I was in high school, but I truly believed that we were going to be together. And obviously that didn't happen. And then I met my late husband, Tim, and you know it was the same thing. I, I saw a future. I saw everything with him. And he is obviously no longer here. And so this has got me wondering, well, A, if we can have multiple soulmates, is it really possible to have more than two? Because that just seems a little bit greedy. That also just seems like, is that possible? Um, but on the other side of things, you know, I don't want to spend the rest of my life alone. So is this something that I can open myself up to the possibility that there is a third person out there that is a soulmate that is someone who can feel me on this level that I have that I've experienced two other times in my life, which then led me 
to the moment on Sex in the City, which if you've ever watched Sex in the City, I hope this moment resonates with you, um, where Carrie, Miranda, Samantha, and Charlotte are sitting at brunch or one of their lunches as they do. And Charlotte brings up the fact that everyone has two great loves in their life. And Carrie says, well, Big and Aiden, two. And at this point, she's not with either of them. And it doesn't seem like she's ever going to reunite with either of them. And so she thinks, huh, well, sucks for me. I've already had my two big loves. And now what do I do? And honestly, that's very much how I'm kind of feeling right now. Like I've had these two very profound loves in my life, both that changed me, that helped shape me as an individual and, you know, based on the information that I have right now, like I'm obviously, I will always carry Tim with me, but I can never be with Tim again. Um, and my high school boyfriend is very much not available. (laughs) So, okay. What, where does that leave me? And, you know, it's now this whole reflective period that I've had over the past, like 72 hours is okay. Well, I can open myself. I can open myself to the abundance of love, to the possibility and the belief that there is someone else out there for me that I am supposed to be with, that I can have a future with. But also, you know, maybe this is where I really, really dig into this idea of self-love and making sure that I am my best love. And this is when I really rely on my girlfriends and the people in my life that I know I can turn to no matter what. And maybe they're a form of that soulmate that doesn't have to come from someone romantically. And so this has all just been percolating in my mind and Again, this feels like kind of embarrassing to be talking about, but again, if you're anything like me, whether you're in a state of you're just single, you are transitioning into or out of a relationship, you are questioning just where you are in this precise moment of a relationship, you know, I really want to know what do you think? Because I definitely don't think that we should be limiting ourselves in any way, shape, or form, especially when it comes to love. It is such a pure emotion and one that I think we are all so entitled to. But I wonder like, if using labels like finding your soulmate, marrying your one true love, and, and everything like this is, is, be- is beneficial. Is it beneficial to us? And let me tell you, I... I love a good love story. So this is in no way, shape, or form diminishing the value of a romantic love. And, you know, some of my, some of the best people that I know, some of my best friends have relationships with people that I know are their soulmates. And it doesn't matter at what age they met, at what age they met or where they are now, like it, it is it is palpable. It is so clear to me that they are with that one person that they are supposed to be with. And so again, that gives me a hope. But then again, I look at my 
my past and the two significant relationships that I've had have not ended well. And so, even though I have felt in the depths of my heart, the depths of my soul that each of them were a soulmate for me, I'm not with either of them. So what what is that? What does that say? Where does that leave us? And I know you can't respond to me right now here in real time, but if you've ever thought about this, or again, if you're in a state of transition in your relationship and you are kind of contemplating the same thing, but maybe not using the same words that I am, like I would love to connect with you and to hear what it is that you have to say about this. And if you don't even know how to start forming words or thoughts around this, know that A, you are so incredible. B, you don't need somebody else's love to define you. C, the self-love route. Oh, I truly believe that if we can find this beautiful moment of self-love in ourselves, or for ourselves, that any additional love we get from any other outside source, whether you want to qualify them as a soulmate or not, is just going to be that much better because we've already developed that love for ourselves. And so again, maybe it's not about a soulmate with another person. Maybe it's just having that soulmate connection with ourselves. But then as I'm saying, sit, sitting here saying this, I'm flash having flashbacks of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which God help me that I'm bringing this up. <laughs> and when she ends up with Harvey and they are literally two pieces of the same heart. It's like an ice heart that came from like the heavens and their their hearts go together. Their halves make the whole. And again, I know it's a TV show and, you know, we we are... It's a TV show, but are those moments now? Okay. Now this begs the question, are those moments or these TV shows like Sabrina and, um, you know, Grey's Anatomy just off the top of my head, are they setting us up for false expectations? I don't know. But what I do know is that I am going to continue on this self-love journey. I'm going to be open to whatever possibilities await me and I'm just going to take every experience that I've had and use it to help me grow and push forward and I'm going to take my girl Taylor Swift along for the ride because Lord knows she is in it she knows it she's got it she's willing to share so just so many things so many thoughts I hope this all made sense to you basically let me just try and sum it up real quick Taylor Swift read Taylor's version. Beautiful, delightful. Makes you think about this idea of soulmates. Where are we at on it? Where do we stand? If you're only going with one, I've surpassed that. If we're only going with two, I'm screwed. (laughs) If there are an infinite number of soulmates, awesome sauce. But maybe again, maybe it is just this self-love, self-reliance, self-growth, self-reflection. Maybe that's just what it all, all comes down to. So thank you for being here and for 
traveling down my bizarre path. I'm so grateful that you're here and I appreciate you allowing me to be transparent, to be super honest with you. And if you resonate with this, what I'm talking about, please DM me, hit me up on Instagram, send me a message on Facebook, text me, do whatever you got to do, because I would love to hear your thoughts on this whole concept. So as always, so grateful for you and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. If you love this episode, share it with your bestie or share it on social media and tag me so I can thank you for your support. I am so grateful to share this space with you. Talk to you soon.